guys, I'm Lucy, and you're listening to Short Stories for Kids, the magical podcast of storytelling. I wonder what adventure awaits us today. And now it's time for a big hello and thank you to our newest premium members. First up, Bodie Passy from Salt Lake City, Ella Louise from Michigan, Jack and his big brother Damien from Nashville, Tennessee, Sammy from Liverpool in the UK, and Kaylee Abbott from Denver, Colorado. Hi, guys! I always remember learning as a child that dragonflies could see in all directions at the same time. What we learn at a young age sticks with us through adulthood. That's why fostering a lifelong love of learning for our children is so important. So why not make learning fun? KiwiCo is defining the future of play by making it engaging, enriching, and seriously entertaining. My son received his robots encoding pack last week and he loves it. He's literally spent hours programming the robots, solving the puzzles, and learning about the mechanics of it all. Cultivate your child's natural creativity and curiosity with new projects every month. They'll explore new worlds and rediscover familiar ones, even without leaving home. From discovering the science of magic to engineering a domino machine and more. Spark the love of learning today with KiwiCo subscription. Get 50% off your first month plus free shipping on any crate line with code SHORTSTORIES at KiwiCo.com. That's 50% off your first month at KiwiCo.com promo code SHORTSTORIES. And here is today's story request. Hi, Lucy. My name is Theodore, and I live in Melbourne, Australia, and I have a younger brother called Liam. We would like a story about a dragon and a volcano. The volcano talks, and I would also like a koala in the story. Theodore was at school when the ground began to shake. Not a big shake, but enough that everyone in the classroom felt it. Was that an earthquake? asked Theodore to himself. He looked around to see his classmates were already carrying on as if nothing had happened. Theodore's teacher was the only one who didn't appear to notice at all. So, with a shrug of his shoulders... Theodore carried on with the painting he was working on. After school, Theodore ran outside holding his painting to show his mom and his little brother Liam. Oh, that's an amazing picture, beamed his mom as she bent down for a better look. Theodore had painted an outback scene showing a landscape and some kangaroos. But what are all these lines on the ground? Oh, those are earthquakes, stated Theodore matter-of-factly. The one that happened today. There wasn't an earthquake today, honey, smiled Theodore's mom as she stood back up. You must have felt a big truck rumble past. Theodore thought about this. A big truck would explain the shaky ground. Maybe it had been a truck. He supposed that it didn't really matter now. Back at home, 
Theodore was enjoying a cold glass of water and staring out the window while his brother Liam played on the floor with his digger. Theodore was thinking about big trucks and the shaky ground when he looked up into a tree and saw an owl. Theodore hadn't seen many owls in real life, and yet here was one in his garden in the daytime. Ever so carefully, he opened the window for a better look. Good eye, mate, said the owl. It wasn't a big truck, you know. Oh, said Theodore, more than a little surprised to be spoken to by a bird. What was it then? It was the volcano, said the owl with a nod of its head. A volcano? In Australia? said Theodore. Sure, said the owl. Australia's got loads of volcanoes. They're either extinct or sleeping. Except the one near here is woken up. Oh dear, said Theodore. I'd better tell my mum. Well, you see, kid, it wasn't your mum I was hoping would help with this little problem, explained the owl. It was you and your brother Liam. At the mention of his name, Liam appeared beside Theodore at the window. Hi, owl, said Liam with a grin. He was clutching one of his diggers. Hi, Liam, said the owl. But what can me and my brother do about a volcano? asked Theodore, feeling confused. Make it better, of course, said the owl. Now, make way. And he flew down to the open window. You're a funny owl, said Liam. Not a funny owl, twitched the owl. A magic owl. And you can take a bit of my magic with you when you go to the volcano. Here, pull out a feather each. Won't we hurt you? asked Theodore. A little bit, admitted the owl. Ouch! Ah! The two boys stood holding a small fluffy feather each. There, you've got everything you need. Now, go and sort out that volcano. And before they could ask any more questions, the owl spread his wings and flew away. Theodore studied his feather. Hmm, I wish I knew what we were supposed to do, he said. I know, exclaimed Liam brightly. I want a big digger. No, Liam, that's not what... But it was too late. The feather shone brightly and in a flash disappeared, as did Liam's toy digger in his hand. Instead, out on the street, parked against the curb was a full-size digger waiting for them. Come on, said Liam, grabbing his shoes. My digger can take us. Poor Theodore still wasn't sure what he was supposed to do. Without any better ideas, he decided to follow his brother. Liam's digger was magnificent. Neither of them was old enough to drive, and their legs were definitely too short to reach the pedals. But that hadn't been a problem. The digger had started itself and was now heading out of town. Oh, this is fun, said Liam. Theodore was enjoying it too, but he still had no idea what they were supposed to do when they reached the volcano. They drove for some time, turning into smaller side roads and eventually a dusty track. 
By now they were far away from town and amongst a forest of trees. I don't think we can go much further, said Theodore. The digger won't fit. Can we dig our way through? asked Liam, hopefully. But as he said it, the digger came to a halt and the engine stopped. I guess we're walking from here, said Theodore. But no sooner had their feet touched the floor when they felt the ground rumble and shake once again. Theodore thought it was a bigger shake than when he was at school. Oh, is that the volcano doing that? asked Liam. It certainly is, said a voice in the tree nearest to them. Looking up, they could see a koala there. First a talking owl, said Theodore. And now a talking koala, finished Liam. Keep going, boys, said the koala. You're nearly at the volcano. But what are we supposed to do when we get there? asked Theodore. I've never had to stop a volcano before, and I don't know what to do. Oh, you'll work it out, I'm sure, said the koala. My friend the owl wouldn't have trusted you with one of his feathers if he didn't think you could do it. Theodore looked at the feather once more. Well, okay, said Theodore. I suppose I might think of something. That's the spirit, said the koala cheerfully. Now, carry on up the track, through the trees, and you'll find the volcano. Believe me, you can't miss it. Liam took his brother's hand and gave it a pull. Thank you, koala, he shouted and began dragging Theodore up the steep slope. The ground shook several more times on their short walk through the trees, and it wasn't long until they caught the first sight of their destination. In front of them, beyond the forest's edge, was a huge smoking crater on top of the hillside. They hadn't realized it, but they'd been walking up the side of the volcano this whole time. Careful, said Theodore as they approached the volcano's lip. Peering down, they could see the bubbling, churning lava and feel the heat on their faces. What do we do now? asked Liam. I wish I knew, said Theodore. He began to look around him for any koalas or owls. Is there anyone up here we can talk to? No, not really, came a very deep rumbling voice. Just me, and I'm not worth talking to. Who said that? asked Liam, spinning around. There was nobody there. Are you the volcano? asked Theodore. The voice sighed heavily. Oh, yes, said the volcano. I'm so miserable. Oh, dear, said Theodore. Whatever's the matter? I've got a terrible stomachache, grumbled the volcano. I was just having a lovely thousand-year nap when I woke up feeling rotten. Oh, that's not good, said Theodore. Tell me about it groaned the volcano. I can't get back to sleep as long as my insides feel like this. Well, maybe you've got germs in your tummy, suggested Liam, like when you don't wash your hands properly. Well, I don't have hands, said the volcano. 
but maybe I do have an infection. Something doesn't feel right, I can tell you that. I just wish there was something I could do about it. I might be able to help, Theodore said, holding up the feather. Ah, uh, I wish this volcano felt better and whatever was upsetting its tummy would go away. Immediately, the feather began to shine before disappearing in a bright flash. And then, deep in the volcano, the lava began to bubble into gigantic blobs. <gasps> Is it going to explode? asked Liam, grabbing his brother's arm. I don't think so, said Theodore. And as he spoke, something huge burst out of the liquid lava. A dragon! Its wings unfurled as it rose out of the volcano's center, climbing higher and higher into the sky. It circled above the volcano's hot center several times. Then, with an ear-splitting roar, it flew off towards Australia's center. Oh, that's better! sighed the volcano. It looks like I had a fire dragon in there. Wow, said Theodore. I wasn't expecting that. Yeah, they're a bit of a nuisance like that, admitted the volcano. They like the heat. Are you okay now? asked Liam thoughtfully. Oh, yes, said the volcano, sounding sleepy. Oh, I could go back to my nap again now. And within seconds, the two brothers could hear gentle snoring as the top of lava began to cool. It looks like we did it, said Theodore. Yep, laughed Liam. But there's still one more exciting thing to do. What's that then? asked Theodore. Go home, chuckled Liam excitedly. In my big digger! Of course, giggled Theodore. How could I have forgotten about that? If you like, said Liam seriously, I'll take you to school in it tomorrow. Theodore grinned at his brother as they began to head back down the slope. Do you know what? He replied. I would really like that. The end.